Hi, and welcome to the Drive with the Boys, a solo session of me, who didn't do the homework. Okay, so at the point in the novel, it's obviously, you know, very early on, so it's going to be a lot of character development and kind of just introducing to the issue. Sort of the bat, we're introduced with Alyssa and her younger brother Garrett, who are watching TV, um, TV and they see about the massive drought and all the tap out that's happening in where they live, Southern California. And they head to the store and realize that, you know, People going crazy, water bottles already out, and people, um, and then, of course, Alyssa has a smart idea to purchase um, ice instead, which can melt into water, which goes pretty well, to a strange man to the steel almost his cart, which was all in her uncle as intervene. So after that, it goes on to um, another character, Kelton, who, um, whose father is a part of the homeowner association. With this, he starts talking with the head of the um, Home Association, Bill Burnside. And, of course, you know, Bill Burnside is going to start kind of trying to negotiate with um, his dad, Richard, because they prepared a lot better for it. And even though his um, Bill offers him a bottle of scotch, Richard still um, declines. And then it goes on with Alyssa talking with one of her friends, Sophia, who finds out they're actually leaving for Mexico and it's unclear when they turn to move back. As even worse, then also Alyssa also wakes up and finds out her uncle is leaving so that he can serve water and he can say that um, his Daphne, which is his ex's house. After that, next little while, just some, you know, simple stuff happened. They kind of help out with stuff and they also hear about um, a dis distillation machine. I don't want to go to that should help, you know, produce water from the ocean, but, you know, Kellen's skeptical about it. And then um, Garrett accidentally spills bleach into their um, into the bathtub that we're, where they are at, causing all the water in there to be contaminated. Sadly, after that, it just kind of calms down. And then, um, well, at dinner, Kellen's mother argued with her um, um, her husband, so Kellen's dad, over how he should have handled the whole situation with the HOA and how he should have agreed with it, even though Richard still feels inclined to disagree. And then it gets to a point where Kelton's at Alyssa's house with Garrett. And while there, the, um, a power out happens. And of course, with all the riots happening recently, all that, they fear. Kelton runs over to his house, grabs a handgun, and then returns back to protect them both. And while they all fear and cower in dark. Okay, so along with the questions. So, in my opinion, I say trauma is events that like leave a lasting impression on someone in a negative way. So, for say, um, you have like a car sort in front of you and it's like you, you might die. That's that can be trauma in a certain term. Or it can go even more um, severe as in seeing someone die in front of you in a very horrible, gruesome way, such as murder or cancer or something like that. So, I say the characters, well, maybe Alyssa um, felt it a little bit with both of her friends moving to Mexico and her uncle's not away from her house anymore. But they haven't experienced trauma to. A hugest extent, like let's have been through the most trauma really. Could be the one stranger that fought in a store also, but none of the characters have really gone crazy with trauma. An example of trauma I can give, like I won't name names or anything, but I know someone who's um when they were young, their one of their parents died from cancer, and even to this day, even with um their parents remarried or stuff like that, they still have gotten over, it and it's still a hard part of their life, which I feel bad for so trauma is a very painful thing it can hurt a lot 
for me, tragedy is kind of the same thing as trauma, but it's the first step of it. So, a tragic event will lead to trauma, but you can't really say trauma can lead to tragedy. And again, with the characters experiencing it, they're kind of all going through it right now with the whole drought, as you know, their home being dried up, there's no water, can't drink anything, so they're kind of just stuck, hoping that some will be saved. In the real world, I see it mostly with just kind of poverty, pretty much. Just people who are poor, less fortunate. How they're kind of just, you know, struggling, having the bare essentials, barely getting by every day, barely fit their family. That's tragedy for them. Like, that's the risk of life every day, pretty much. And they're all in danger with no, like, obvious hope in sight. And for me, I'd say adversary is the act of overcoming a tragedy. So they're all kind of interlocked in a certain way. Because the char characters, they've kind of experienced adversity, but not much. Like, they have small ones where they're starting to adapt to, like, you know, not fully, they're adapting a little bit to, like, the whole water shortage thing. But they haven't really gone through such a great tragedy that that can really lead to adversity yet. And with the real world, I've seen adversity isn't as heard of as much, but it's mostly just, like, kind of like, what do you say? I, kinda, I won't say famous stories, but just kind of, like, stories that, like, give you hope. Stories of someone with like a low chance of surviving or with living in poverty and they somehow, you know, beat those odds and get back up, survive, become rich, help others. That's how I kind of see adversity in the real world. And for me, each of these terms are connected to one another. Because tragedy leads to trauma, but it can also lead to adversity. It counts on how it happens with you. And you can also achieve adversity by overcoming a trauma. So each one is a part of like each other. They all interconnect to some example. Because you can't have adversity without going through some trauma. You can't you can't uh, can't have adversity without going through some tragedy, and you can't have trauma without going through tragedy also. So they're kind of all just in one piece. If that kind of makes sense, they all interlock to a certain degree. And that's about it. Okay, thank you for listening with Drive to the Boys Part Two, and we hope to see you next time.